Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. He's off the inside in a 28-9 and then came Babyface out of Papanek in front. Voltentin's trying hard. Papanek the leader. Voltentin's getting there. Papanek and Voltentin. Papanek just in front. Voltentin grabbing it. Papanek and Voltentin go to the line together. Voltentin's put in a massive diet of the Papanek. Yes, and got the money. And as Chris Barsby pointed out, he's going to break the million-dollar barrier, hopefully, over the weekend in the Narragin Cup, a race he's been around in on a couple of occasions. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Fingers crossed he'll get the job done. We spoke with uh, Matty Young yesterday. He believes he will get that uh, verdict tomorrow in the Narragin Cup, and he'll become uh, one of the very few Westbred horses that have cranked a million dollars. So... He's looking to go into rarefied air. He is the favourite of a tab for that feature tomorrow night. So we wish them uh, the very best of luck connections with the Costello family. Yes, that's about 8.22 per time. I see an early market. He's about $1.45 or thereabouts, Chris, Volton 10. Yeah, short price favourite. Expected to dominate uh, the early scratching of the hall runner. Uh, certainly paves the way for him to uh, really control that race and dictate terms. So... He's the clear choice there. Just talking about markets, we know Jared's uh, just on the sidelines at the moment, but just on a few other big races coming up this weekend before some of our guests join us, Steve. That race tonight at Perth, the uh, the feature there, race number five, don't bother me none for Team Bond is the favourite, 230. The horse that Matty Young was giving a real good push to, it's actually drifted in the market. It's now $23 fixed, Steve, classic choice. He believes if it leads, it'll run a really good race. So... Uh, don't bother me none, the favourite, 230, classic choice, the horse that Matty Young thinks will run a really good race, $23. We've got some really good racing coming through from New Zealand tonight, Steve, in the South Island, Addington, races five and six, race five is an absolute ripper. This is for the trotters, and this is the uh, the best three trotters in the Southern Hemisphere right now. Sunday Sun, Muscle Mountain, Bolt for Brilliant, Sunday Sun draws the inside. And as a result, he's a clear choice at $1.50. Muscle Mountain around $4.40. Bolt for Brilliance around four ratings. So that's race five. The following race, race six, the Superstars. And Cranbourne, who was able to score last week, he's the odds-on favourite here. He's $1.90. There was some talk that he may have been able to force his way into the, uh, the slot race there next Thursday night. It didn't play out, so he goes around on that feature tonight where he is listed as an odds-on favourite at $1.90. And just from Melton and Menangle tomorrow night, Menangle, firstly, the main race there is race six for the three-year-old fillies. This is an all-important race for the uh, the carnival, the Queensland carnival, because many of these fillies could be making their way north. Steno is the favourite, $1.90, and she's one filly that could be headed to Queensland uh, for the carnival. We're only about 80-odd days away now from the other uh, Tad Constellations. And down at Melton tomorrow night, they've got a number of features coming through there. Race four for the two-year-old fillies. The favourite is the first starter, but she's the emergency, Steve. Her name is Perfect in Pink. She's closely related to Ladies in Red. She's at 225, but there's no guarantee she gets a start. In some of the other features, the Blossom Lady Ray 6, Majita, she returns. She's $1.65. And as we mentioned yesterday, Max Delight, he goes around in the Captain Sandy Free for All, and he's odds on as well, $1.70 over his stablemate Malcolm's Rhythm. So that's an early look at some of the features. But we do have some good racing, and we've got some good racing coming through today from Albion Park. And just the update for next week, Steve, as far as our calendar is concerned here in Queensland, 
Albion Park will race on Tuesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, Metro Racing under lights next Saturday night. So that's the week ahead. Okay, so when did the power actually get reconnected there, Chris, or go back on? Uh, well, I can tell you now that the lights in the back straight, they're, they're powered up, ready to go. And I think most of the other lights along the front straight are ready. But there's just a couple of patches uh, along the front straight that they're still yet to get power to, but that should be sorted uh, maybe even by the end of today. There's uh, workers here today still uh, working on those uh, power poles. So definitely racing under lights here next Saturday night. Chris, before Ryan Spice joins us, what's the driving situation with those two stablemates that dominate that market at Melton for the free-for-all Max Delight and Malcolm's Rhythm? Uh, Chris Alford driving Max Delight as per normal and Josh Aiken will be dr uh, driving... Malcolm's Rhythm. Okay, it'd be interesting to get Ryan's thoughts on that race. He's with us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. How are you? Very well. Mm. How will that pan out, Just that free-for-all? Yeah. Uh, the Malcolm's Rhythm, Max Delight free-for-all. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, I thought Malcolm's would probably be put on the front end, and I wouldn't be surprised if at some point Max Delight takes it up. Okay, there you go. Nice and easy. Let's focus on Albion Park. This is a really good meeting today because we've got two features, both of which are for the Trotters, but they're good quality races, but the support program also very strong. Does your best bet for the weekend come up at today's meeting or do we look elsewhere? Chris, yes, mate. My best comes up in 25 minutes here at Albion Park today. I'm very keen that the favourite in race one can get the job done, and that's Black Sedan's. Okay, nice and early here. Race one, number five, Black Sedan. So let me just dial up the tab fixed prices. Currently, he is trading at $1.75. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah, I thought $1.80 was where I marked him. He opened significantly longer than that, and he's been heavily supported. I think Black Sedan and Will the Wizard are the two absolute class runners of the race. In some ways, they're pitched in, and I expect them to dominate the contest. Black Sedan has just drawn that little bit better than his stable mate. And Pete McMullen has stuck with him, so he's clearly my first pick. Okay, so Black Sedans for you as the best bet of the weekend. Just how this race plays out, there's there's plenty of speed here. Street Kid can really fly the gate. May wins Courage's early speed. And then we know Black Sedans will the wizard. At some point, we'll both go forward and have a little bit of a look. So they could set up for some really fast time. They could. It probably comes down to what Narissa's tactics are, but my gut feel is that in this grade she'll fly the arm and take a sit when Black Sedans comes looking. Okay, so Black Sedans, your best bet. What about an each-way play for the weekend? Have you found something at value? Chris, on today's card, in one of the trotting features, the marathon, I was keen to come up with an each-way selection there in the form of Red Castleton. He's a really well-performed trotter. He actually won this event last year over the 3,100-metre trip. Uh, he's currently 650 and 220 with Tab. I think you can play him one by four, and he'll give a great sight for our money. Okay, so that's race five, number 11, Red Castleton. What's up, Majestic's the key runner there. Uh, Brittany Graham outlined earlier in the week when we spoke with her. The stand start is a little bit of a concern with what's up, Majestic. So this could be a, uh, a really interesting affair. Yeah, absolutely. I think if this was a mobile event, there's no way I'd want to be taking on what's up Majestic. But at the short quote from the stand, I think it opens the door that he may not get it all correct. But if he does, and if he does run to the front, well, he's clearly uh, the one to beat. All right. But you're with Redcastle in each way there. Good value with the tap. And I've got to get your thoughts on the free-for-all. Race number nine, 
He was unbelievably good last week. Northview hustler. But today, he's got Stan Galleria drawn to his inside. And they're, they're set to dominate this race. Given the fact that Turn It Up, the other key runner, has drawn awkwardly the inside of the second row. How do you see the free-for-all race nine? Um, Hustle, North Shoe Hustler and Star Galleria are taking up a huge part of the market here. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do early, what Deus X does, how hard does he come out at the start, can Mr Freeze kick up and hold leaders back. So there's a few variables at play, but one thing I think that's undeniable is that Turn It Up is absolutely flying. And I think if he just sees a bit of clear air, he will zoom into the race. And I'm looking to try and back him place only today. He's currently very short, about a dollar fifty with Tab. I think if we wait closer to jump time, we may see a dollar eighty, dollar ninety, and that's my angle. As far as splitting Northview Hustler and Star Galleria, I, I found it nearly impossible. He was so impressive last week, Northview Hustler. He was back to his absolute best, probably about eighteen months, two years ago, um, when he used to run, roll in the front end, and yeah, it was it was super a for the track to to. Pl- produce that sort of time so early mm. but just really pleasing for connections that that the uh, the good horse is back yeah no doubt about it he looks like he's set to play a hand over the next couple of months with some of these big races just around the corner so our best bet nice and early race one number five black sedans each way race five number 11 red castleton and we'll watch the free-for-all with interest but if turn it up drifts there as far as the place price is concerned we can play there race nine number eight the place Perfect. And I know Brittany gave a good push for Steno earlier in the week, and I'd have to say I agree totally. That little market drift out to $1.90 is a great price. Okay, Steno down in uh, Manangle tomorrow night, race six, drawn gate two. Hopefully we'll see that filly in Queensland for the Oaks features in July. Ryan, as always, appreciate the time. Best of luck today and across the weekend. We'll chat again next week. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, Ryan Spice joining us. Chris, Chris, I just want to mention, this relates to anyone, participants in the industry, not just um, Harness, but Thoroughbreds and Standard and um, Greyhounds as well. But Racing Queensland has advised that the requirement to check in and be fully vaccinated to attend a Queensland race meeting will conclude at 1am on Thursday, April 14. So prior to then, the present vaccination and check-in requirements will remain in place. So just repeating that news, that Racing Queensland has advised that the requirement to check in and be fully vaccinated to attend a Queensland meeting will conclude at 1 o'clock on, th- on April 14. So that's next week, Chris. Okay, that's uh, next Thursday, so just before the Easter break. Yep. So uh, we'll keep that in mind. Darren Clayton is about to join us now to go through all of the form talk for today's Metro meeting here at Albion Park. He's online now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. Looking forward to today's card. There's um, uh, some great action there and highlighted by those square gators. Yeah, absolutely. It's a strong card. Those two trotting features look to be fairly open. You can certainly get some value there, and the support program is excellent. Yes, it is, and uh, it's it's great to see the, the quality of horse we've got stepping out, considering um, quite a few of these sort of were off the sidelines. Uh, many of these we didn't see it click in those Metro meetings, but uh, they're out and they're up and about, and uh, the racing's only gets, going to get stronger from here on in. Yeah, absolutely, and the news coming through this morning, racing at Albion Park next Tuesday, Thursday afternoon. We're back under lights next Saturday night. Yeah, well, that'll be great for Easter Saturday under lights and uh, um, 
all August well with no racing next Friday. It should be a, should be a really good card there next Saturday. And some of those um, Australian pacing gold features aren't too far away either. I think either Chris. Yeah, you're right. So uh, they're just around the corner. So we've got some uh, good racing coming up and that will just keep rolling until we get uh, deep into August with uh, a lot of features uh, uh, program right up until then. Let's focus on today. Where is your best bet? Where do we have to go? You know, I thought uh, it came up with the horse by the name of... Uh, I've absolutely lost my page there. It's gone straight off the thing. It's in race number six. It's horse number five. It ain't the money. I've been too far ahead of myself trying to count that money. Um, he was beaten last start against the tempo. Uh, gets back to a good gate, gate five. He's a high gate speed horse. Finds a smaller field. Will cop a, a little bit to probably get across, but I think he's, it all sets up well for him, for Narissa McMullen, to take that race. Race six, number five. It ain't the money. Okay, currently at two thirty, tab fixed price. You happy with that? Yeah, probably it's firmed up a little bit from where I thought it would. So we're we're getting down to the bottom end of the range, but uh, it's certainly to me, I think it's a, it's a good bet, and I think it wins that race the way it sets up. Like I said, a little bit of pressure drawn inside, but I think once Narissa can get across, he's going to be mighty hard to stop. Okay, so that's race six, number five, first leg of the treble. There, what else takes your fancy today? Um, yeah, I, I, I like the chances of Majestic Harry in the uh, Jim McNeil final. Um, Brittany Graham's horse, I think, where he, he came across. He came across late last year, and uh, I think he got put away with this series firmly in mind after a, a couple of starts. He's had five starts at Albion Park. He's won three of those. Two times he's missed. One of those was he took on Open Company in the summer carnival races. I just tested the water there. He finished out of the money. The other time was when he was first up this campaign. Um, I think he put put a line through his last start at Redcliffe. He threw it away at the start. But just uh, but back to the big track. We saw him at one of those Wednesday workout sessions where he just went straight to the front and he was never in any strife whatsoever. Only issue is a bit of traffic in this big capacity field today, but. I'm really keen on his chances. Race seven at number ten, Majestic Harry. Okay, four eighty, a dollar ninety five the place with tab fixed price right now. He's a massive street corner tip here on track today. Everyone that I've run into so far has wanted to tip me Majestic Harry. Uh just on the other trotting feature, any sort of thoughts there? What's up, Majestic up from Sydney for Ricky Elchin, last start feature race winner. But he stands start uh, uh numbers aren't the greatest. So how do you see this race playing out? Yeah, I think the b- biggest thing with that, Chris, is um, just um, what his numbers show. It, he's only had the three start, or sorry, the two starts from the tape. So it, it's a different kettle of fish where he's he's travelled. He's on a on a trip up. He's away from home. Um, he gets into a different environment, and uh, he's he's has to face the standing start with a lot of horses around him. It's not like as a, a small field. There's a lot of horses in that field that are going to be thereabouts and around him. Probably helped a little bit that he will be a little bit wider on the track in gate seven, but he gets that front line tape, so that might be of some assistance. I'm keen on Red Castle, and as Ryan mentioned. Um, Winner of this race last year. I don't think the trip's any concern. His effort was okay last week. He's had three runs back from a spell now. He won first up at Redcliffe, just didn't get into it there last week when he was back at Albion Park. But um, over the long trip, 
I think they can drive him a little bit quieter and I think there'll be uh, plenty of moves and that'll allow him to just take the one shot at him, which I think is his best pattern. So I think Red Castleton can win that. thought Garland Green um, might be one that can be a bit of an improver in that race. And what's up, Majestic? He's certainly up to it. Like you mentioned, it just all comes down to that start and whether he can step away. All right. So Red Castleton for you in the hour over and over Trotter's Marathon. What about the, your, your thoughts on the free-for-all race nine? Who takes it, Star Galleria or Northview Hustler? Oh, this is a this is a cracking race. And as we've seen so many times, it just comes down to, to the barrier draw. So I've, I've got to stick with Star Galleria on that. Uh, with that in mind, he gets the front early. I don't think they'll be wanting to hand up. And Northview Hustler, he's going to have to um, do it tough. I can't see anything else wanting to probably come around to, to sit outside once they get underway. So um, where where he positions there is certainly going to make it harder. It does step up to the 2100 this time around. So I guess there's a little bit there. And Northview Hustler is a horse that probably the extra distance isn't going to be a concern for him. So um, perhaps just sitting quietly outside the, the leader and then sort of dialing it up through that uh, the latter stages might be enough for Northview Hustler to get home. But I think uh, Star Galleria just with the gate is the one, probably from a betting perspective, and it turned out like this there a while, um, probably about five or six weeks ago, Mr. Freeze, he should get a perfect trip in behind the speed there. So um, he might be a place price and he might be the, the best way to uh, to attack that race. Okay, so you're with Star Galleria. Good place bet there, Mr. Freeze. The quadding today, races five, six, seven and eight. Throw some numbers at me, please. Yeah, so in that uh, first leg, which is race number five, um, well, we can play wide there with that Trotters Marathon, Red Castle. And as I mentioned, I think he is a good chance. Um, he should be right in the thick of it. I think Garland Green will be there. But what's up, Majestic? Tam O'Shand is the interesting runner. Um, first up from a spell, but he was super last time in. He had... Uh, six wins, six successive wins to his name. So we'll play wide there, numbers 1, 7, 10, 11, and 12. The second leg, um, it ain't the money. That's my best bet. I think we can go one out with him. If there's an insurance runner, it's probably number nine, Smooth Sailor. He's got uh, six wins at Albion Park previously. He returns to Queensland, joins Jenna Hewitt this time. And uh, his effort last time out at Menangle was certainly good enough to be in the mix. So five and nine in that second leg. The third leg, race seven. Again, let's play wide, um, just being the trot and that standing start, even though I'm keen on number 10, Majestic Harry. Throwing Mike Morrow back to Albion Park will certainly help him. Regal appointment, he'll be right in the thick of it from gate five. Number two, Riley Moman will be there. And if there's a knockout hope, I think it probably comes up in the form of number 11, Omni Commando. He took on the open-class trotters last time, only beaten six metres behind Garland Green. There was a trial there at Albion Park with uh, quite a big field, quite a number of runners in this McNeil final. On the commando, won that trial. So um, he could just be the, the smoky at a bit of uh, value there. So 2, 5, 8, 10 and 11. And in the last leg, I thought this was a race into number one, Nina Simone. She'll need to step up. This is certainly tougher than what she beat at Redcliffe. And that Redcliffe was a big turnaround in form from what she had been um, doing prior so this is a, a task, but she gets the gate. And number 10, Hammer Time Harley, um, no favours out there in gate 10, but um, 
her effort has been good of late and she's certainly knocking on the door to win one of these mayor's qualifiers. If it works out, it could quite be that today is the day for her, Hammer Time Harley. So numbers one and ten to bring it home. Okay, so just repeating your numbers for the quaddy today, that first leg, one, seven, ten, eleven and twelve. The second leg we go five and nine. The third leg we go with numbers two, five, eight, ten and eleven. We bring it home with numbers one and ten. Your best bet is race six, number five. It ain't the money. And each way, race seven, number ten, Majestic Harry. The dashboard, is that up on the website? Yeah, it's up and live and it's on the, the Racing Queensland website or it's uh, available on the socials there. Um, bit of a tough one today. I think the, the driving honours will get shared. But Brendan Barnes, he's probably got um, the, the biggest book of, of consistent runners there. Um, got the leaders, Majestic Harry, bit of a... a right up there about his chances and for a trifecta I think race two um, we stand out talent to spare and Jasper um, from numbers one four and eight I think we go pretty close to getting the cash on a on a first four and a trifecta okay excellent stuff one final one before I let you go this morning just looking ahead to Tuesday is a very good race on Tuesday here at Albion Park and it features two of the state's best three-year-olds Danger Zone drawn gate one and speak the truth drawn directly behind him in gate eight. At this early stage, which way are you going? Yeah, you've got to go with with the draw at this stage. I think Danger Zone, his second up run was super impressive there at Redcliffe. And purely off the fact that um, I think it was Brendan Barnes you were speaking to and he said that um, even though he was so dominant first up in that win at Redcliffe, he didn't actually handle the track. And uh, so I think getting back to the big deck certainly going to be right in his favour. So so I'm with him, Danger Zone. But that is a cracking three-year-old race um, there on Tuesday and some, some very nice horses in behind that are, are likely to go home empty-handed as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's all in front of us on Tuesday. Darren, I really appreciate the time as per normal on this Friday morning. We'll see you trackside. Best of luck. Yeah, looking forward to it, Chris. Thank you. There's Darren Clayton joining us, Steve. Just two news updates before I close out this morning. Runners are now moving onto the track here. Just an update. Amazing Dream, the mare that took all before her here last year during our carnival, won the inaugural Rising Sun. She also won the Blacks of Fake. Uh, she beat King of Swing. She set to make her US debut this weekend in North America. So we look forward to that. She's now under the care of Linda Toscano. So we'll be watching with interest okay, there. So are we able to and watch just that? I, I think we will be. I think it'll come through Sunday morning. So uh, as soon as we get some details there, we'll uh, we'll certainly yeah, keep so you send updated. Me a text, I'd like to watch that. Yep, absolutely. And the other one, the other star from last year's carnival, the Kiwi star, copy that. As we know, he suffered that injury when he was in Victoria. He's still in Victoria. I did speak with Merv Butterworth uh, earlier this week. The latest X-rays were fabulous. He told me. Uh, the current plan for copy that is to be moved to a larger yard to increase his movements. In addition, his treadmill walking exercise has been increased from 15 minutes twice per day to 25 minutes twice per day. He will undergo further x-rays at the end of this month. And then uh, if that bone fracture continues to knit and heal, uh, he, he's likely to go back to Auckland as soon as he gets the green light. So it was really positive news for owner Merv Butterworth with his stable star, copy that. So he should be able to join his trainer, Ray Green, back in Auckland at Pukekohe, hopefully sooner rather than later. Thanks, Chris.